Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Today's devotional, called Two Kinds of Knowledge, takes us through the scripture found in Acts 5.2. Now, by nature, I'm a rule follower, but you know, on occasion, I can break rules when I don't like them or they don't make sense. I like to think that sometimes I'm smarter than the rule creator. Well, one particular rule is very frustrating to me, and that involves the cute little sign on my way into the movie theater stating, no outside food or drinks. Okay. Well, when my four kids were younger and we went to the movie, it was my goal to take the biggest purse I could find and bring a drink for everyone. There, there was nothing wrong with the drinks at the movie theater. I just couldn't justify spending $600 on drinks and popcorn. So I always made a point to purchase the popcorn and then divide it evenly among the kids, but drinks were always brought from home. And in some cases, I would gingerly sneak a coffee inside as well. Now, no theater I know makes good coffee, and coffee was always a must for this tired mom who often fell asleep during, you know, whatever animated feature they were showing. It was my way of quickly sneaking in a nap as well. Murray points out that the motivation for virtue and goodness can come to us in two ways. First, through the law and rules, and second, they may be inwardly born in us with the genuine birth of our own renewed spirit. So clearly I disregarded both laws and rules of the theater and the inward voice telling me that what I was doing was wrong. Any inward motivation that I had for being virtuous, well, it was ignored. In the first few chapters of the book of Acts, the focus is on the growing early church in Jerusalem under the leadership of the apostles. Acts 4.32 gives the reader a glimpse into the heart of early believers and said, All the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own. So they shared everything they had. A man named Barnabas at the time even sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles for them to distribute to those in need. The believers were so joyous and thankful for their new life in Christ that they no longer were concerned with self. Instead, because God had been so gracious to them, they decided to be gracious to other believers. All of their desires were motivated by the indwelling spirit of God, and they operated from the inward radiating outward. Murray points out that the motivation for virtue and goodness can come from following rules and laws like the one I ignored. Perhaps if I followed that rule and then someone knew that I stopped sneaking drinks into the theater... I'm not actually being virtuous, rather I'm looking to set a good example for my kids by following the rules of the theater since they are a business. Outwardly, by following man-made rules, I may seem virtuous. As an example of outward virtue, Murray points to the biblical example of Ananias and Sapphire, husband and wife who were part of the early Christian church in Jerusalem and whose story is found in Acts 4. Ananias and Sapphire noticed the believer's admiration for what Barnabas had done so not to be outdone. Scripture tells us that Ananias sold some property. He brought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. But Peter knew that the couple had kept some of the profits for themselves while claiming that they brought the full profits to the apostles. He says to Ananias, why have you lied to the Holy Spirit? 
Peter acknowledges that the property was theirs to sell or not and to do whatever they wanted with the profits. He asked him, how could you do such a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God. Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote, sin has many tools, but a lie is the handle which fits them all. As a consequence to their hypocrisy, they both died. Warren Worsby points out that their sin was motivated by pride, and pride is a sin that God especially hates and judges. So outwardly, they looked to the church members as generous and loving, but inwardly their motivation was self-glorification rather than God-honoring. They put on a lovely front in order to conceal their shabby sin in their lives. Murray concludes that the spirit of prayer, the spirit of love, the spirit of humility is only to be obtained by the working of the light and spirit of God inwardly bringing forth a newborn spirit within us. He is the only source of divine motivation. I have since changed my ways and no longer shove drinks in my purse for our kids. And I'm very generous and bring enough for the whole theater instead. Now that would be breaking the rules. Let's pray from our devotional. Lord, I believe with all my heart in the immediate teaching and working of the Holy Spirit that brings the life of heaven as a newborn spirit within me. Thank you for this gift. It is in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.